0: Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Guillen. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, July 23, 2023. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions we at gifted to give podcast would like to thank everyone for their support we are blessed to have our sponsor for our podcast podmetrics thank you so much podmetrics for the support and i urge everyone to support them as well and now without further ado please join us in welcoming monsignor achilles dakai
1: Good morning to all of you wherever you may be and from wherever you may come from. We are still within the 15th week in ordinary time. Today Friday, tomorrow Saturday, and on Saturday ends the 15th week in Ordinary Time. And so we are seated now to study the Gospels assigned for the next Sunday, the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let us be seated comfortably And let us study as seriously as we can the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Chapter 13, 24, 30, the short form, the short form assigned for this year, Cycle A, July 23, but We also have to study the cycle B and the cycle C Gospels according to Mark and according to Matthew. As we have grown accustomed to do we look for a point of convergence. The three of them converts, they agree to drive home one point, which for me is not the usual nor the traditional. So, welcome once more to our Bible study online, but before we ask Sister Ava still to read for us the Gospel or we read the gospel ourselves, let us pray. Almighty Father, send your Holy Spirit upon us that we may read your word with faith, reflect on it with hope, and realize it with love, following the example of your only begotten Son from whom we find freedom. and the future with you forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now, the reading.
2: Jesus proposed another parable to the crowd, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seeds in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat, and then went off when the crop grew and bore fruit the weeds appeared as well the slaves of the householder came to him and said master did you not sow good seeds in your field where have the weeds come from he answered an enemy has done this his slave said to him do you want us to go and pull them up he replied no If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First, collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn.
1: Thank you. Thank you for reading for us. The short form of the rather long gospel assigned for this next Sunday, the 16th, in ordinary time. But this gospel, as read, precisely is the original parable that our Lord himself, and only Matthew has recorded this, The details of this parable are so familiar with the listeners then, but may not be so familiar with us. But the parable is understandable, very understandable by the listeners. So I repeat, Jesus, who has told many parables Never any one of them does he explain. If there are in the Gospels explanations, these are made by the early church of Matthew. When Matthew wrote his Gospel before 70 AD, he gave interpretations the details and therefore by allegorizing the parable but we do not do that we stick to the original parable of Jesus which he never explained the parable of the wheat and the weeds this is one parable of the many others with which Jesus tries to describe who are the subjects of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Who are the members of the church here in this world and now in this life? What should be the relationships between the wheat and the weeds in the church. The emphasis here, the accent, the stress is on and. And is a conjunctive particle, not therefore the disjunctive versus So note this please, at the very beginning, the wheat is not against the weeds, the wheat and the weeds, in other words, how are they to grow together before the harvest, how do they exist with each other, how do they relate to one another. And therefore is very meaningful. And here is not versus. And here is precisely with and not against. And here means together with and not apart from each other. And here is precisely relationship. And so we ask ourselves, relatively speaking, how does the wheat and the weeds coexist? How do they coexist? Now, these are figures of speech, of course. Jesus is referring to us men and women who make up his church on earth or his kingdom of heaven on earth. Relatively speaking, therefore, we ask ourselves, how do we relate to one another as subjects of his kingdom and as members of his church? To understand this better, let us remember that St. Matthew has other parables driving home, teaching the same truth with accent emphasis and stress on and for example Matthew has recorded the parable of the ten virgins five wise virgins and five foolish virgins not against but and he has also told The parable of the fishing net that catches the bad fish and the good fish, not against each other. Finally, we have the parable of the sheep and the goats, not the sheep against the goats. In St. Mark, Also a sign for this 16th Sunday cycle B, Mark has recorded the difference between the disciples of Christ who have Jesus himself as the shepherd and the crowds who are like the sheep without a shepherd. And, and Saint Luke also the cycle C for this year for this uh, cycle C for this sixteenth Sunday in you know, all the time. Luke has recorded what happened between Martha and Mary, not Martha against Mary. So I repeat. Let us focus our reflection on this A-N-T, and and we shall therefore try to apply this to ourselves as subjects of the kingdom of heaven on earth, as members of the church here in this world and now in this life. How then do we relate to each other? How therefore we ask do the wise men, the wise, the wise bridesmaids, the wise bri- bridesmaids, how did they deal with the foolish ones? How do the sheep relate to the goods? How, therefore, do we coexist with each other within the church, etc.? Now, let us particularize the situation. Let us situate ourselves in the domestic church which we know is the family, started off with marriage. So let us focus our reflection on marriage. How does the husband relate to the wife? Husband and wife. How do they deal with each other as persons? male and female. How do they coexist as partners who become parents as father and mother? This is the big question we ask now. I repeat with and which are just figures of speech and they refer precisely to us who may be faithful or unfaithful faithful and the unfaithful we may be the practicing and the non-practicing we may be the good and the bad how do we refer Relate to one another in marriage as man and woman, as husband and wife, as father and mother. The answer I presume you already know because we have been explaining this many, many times before that in order for the man be with the female the woman the husband together with the wife the partner mother father coexisting with the mother how first of all we have said Yes, each of them is an individual. The two of them are made one in marriage. I told you this case before. There was a couple whose marriage I had uh, solemnized. Months after they came back to me and uh, the wife asked me Monsignor did you say that the two of us are one I said no I did not say that the gospel the bible says that that the two of you are one and the husband said Monsignor if the two of us are one which one (laughs) I said no the two of you are individuals different but trying to build one community of life and love. How, therefore, to build that community? As we have been saying, there is the strong suggestion that man and woman, husband and wife, father and mother, should make common those five M's suggested they must make common their minds their meals their money their manners and their morals let me explain they must make common their minds try to agree yes you have the freedom to disagree but at the end of the day they should agree especially On issues impacting their lives. Common minds. Where do you make that common? During meals. Make meals common. Share the same food. So that you may have the same feelings. Around the same table. Common meals. And beside that, during the meals may come on the money that comes in and goes out. How much really is being earned and how much is being spent. I think each one is entitled to his or her right to know love of money or lack of money is an issue. Then may come on the manners, the good manners and right conduct. Please, excuse me, sorry, etc. And then above all, may come on the standards of morality, here in the Philippines, there is no denying it when a, a man, a husband, or a father goes wrong. Usually, he defends himself by saying, sapagkat kami tao lamang. O ang asawa, o niya Iring iro. We make common, try to make common those minds of yours Meals, money, manners, and morals. Try. It may not be easy, but you need practice. Aside from those five M's that we have to make common within marriage, try to make peace. Remember Jesus has said, My peace, I leave you. My peace, I give you. But what he has left and has given us is not ready-made peace. It has to be made. That's what he said in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the peacemakers. How then does a man and a woman, a fa'a, a husband and a wife, a father and a mother, make peace. Thanks to Pope, now Saint John the 23rd, he has said, to make peace, you must first be telling the truth to each other, telling the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Secondly, observe justice, meaning see to it that there is a place for everyone and everyone is in his or her place. Thirdly, show love. Wish each one what is good even if you do not like each other. Love is always other word like a self word. And lastly, res- recognize and respect the freedom of each one. So that is how the two become one. Of course, Father Peyton may say, so that the family stays together and the marriage becomes one, pray together. The family, the married couple that pray together stay together. This is what we can learn from next Sunday's Gospels. Not only from Matthew, but from Mark, from Mark, from Luke. From Mark, we learn that Jesus was saying, You, my disciples, are lucky because you have me as the Good Shepherd. But the crowds are like sheep without a shepherd. How, therefore, does the group of Jesus, his disciples, deal with the crowds, sheep without a shepherd? Teach them many things, Jesus says. Teach them with authority and by example. With authority, Uh, we have said this before, the word authority comes from the word author. And the word author comes from the Latin word augeri, which is to let grow, to increase, to develop. So to teach with authority is to teach the truths that develop people, that make the Shepherdless, shepherded by being taught with authority and by example. Jesus immediately gave us an example in the St. Luke Gospel. Mary and Martha, or Martha and Mary, how are they related to each other? Jesus himself was. Saying, he was criticizing Martha, but criticizing her constructively. He pointed out, Martha, Martha, you are upset and troubled over many things. That is not right. You have no order of priorities. The top priority is what Mary is doing. seated at my feet. And listening to my teaching. So Jesus here is precisely, critically dealing with Martha, but kindly dealing with Mary. Martha and Mary are not against each other, but Martha has to be taught what what Mary is already learning. And we know that Martha learned herself the lesson. When Lazarus was dying and Martha met Jesus and Jesus was looking for Mary, who stayed at home and Martha went home and told Mary the teacher is calling for you imagine the same Martha who at home was telling Jesus to take Mary away from him or to tell Mary to be away apart from Jesus Now, the same Martha is saying to Mary, your teacher is calling for you. So, that is it. Mary is giving the example and Jesus is teaching with authority Martha. To teach with authority is precisely what Pope Now, St. Paul VI, the first pope who came to the Philippines, in his encyclical on the development of peoples, precisely says, to develop people, to make people progress, make people coexist, each one must try to know more. Do more, earn more, and be more. I call this the E-more. More education to know more. More employment to do more. And more earnings to have more in order to be more personally as individuals to be more human and humane more happy and more holy this is it marriage as a sacrament by the way is better presented to us by Jesus himself. Precisely, Jesus instituted the sacrament of matrimony because the sacrament of matrimony gives grace to the couple and grace perfects nature. When a man and a woman wants to become husband and wife. God gives them a great hill, so-called grace. But this sacramental grace of matrimony is no magic. It won't work all by itself. You man and you woman, you husband and your wife, you must m- do your homework. And precisely, the homework is making five M's common, making peace, teaching each other with authority and by example. A question has been asked If the wheat coexists with the weeds before the harvest, is there any possibility? For the weeds to become we In other words, is there a possibility that the bad becomes good? Yes. With the help of God's mercy, sinners can be saints. Non-practicing can be practicing. Good may become better and the better become best. Remember, Zacchaeus was a bad man, a public sinner, but he turned a good father and husband. Salvation came to his household because he repented of his wrongdoings. Repentance can make weeds to become wheat. Saul of Tarsus, the persecutor, after three years was converted to become Paul the apostle. Conversion is possible. In nature, of course, wheat remains sweet and weeds remains weeds. But in religion, there is a great possibility, and it is an actual fact, that sinners can be saints. This sinner Augustine, thanks to the prayers and years of tears of Santa Monica, this sinner Augustine became Augustine the saint. So, if the man and woman, the husband and wife are trying their best to be happy, healthy, and holy, naturally they will produce a holy, healthy, and happy family. So, as what I have been saying to couples that I marry, I say to the husband, the road to success in marriage is always under construction. You must keep on trying and trying to succeed. But remember, a happily married man is the truly successful man even if he fails in everything else. I repeat that. A happily married man, husband, is the truly successful man in business or in politics, even if he fails in everything else. (coughs) And I say to the woman, to the bride, to the wife. Remember, a truly happy wife is not the woman who has, married, who has married the best man, but rather the woman who has made the best of the woman, of the man she has married. I repeat that. A truly happy wife is not the woman who has married the best man but rather the woman who has made the best of the man she has married. I think I have said enough and so I say Monsignor Takahir over and out. Now, your reflections and your questions. And now, words from our sponsor.
0: If you're a current podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, I want to share with you the tool that I use to help me monetize my podcast. It's called Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly to maximize your earning potential. Plus, you can track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster, make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description box of this episode and use the referral code 500 Cebu so you can monetize your podcast too. Thank you, Podmetrics. And now, back to our podcast.
3: Thank you, Mons, for marrying us 36 years ago. Your advice, teachings, and sermons have been our guidance over the years god bless you more and more thank you from the participants hi mons hi thank you for assuring us that with the help of god's mercy we can change for the better not just for me but for my loved ones especially those who have strayed away from the faith yeah so much wisdom to
1: imbibe. Teach with authority and by example.
3: Uh, no, Hi Mons. May ta'yud ang the foolish become wise. May God bless my children that they will grow into mature
1: Christians. Karun dili kaayo. Yeah, it is also possible that the wise can become foolish. The sheep to become goats in this life, here in this world. It is possible. But we are trying our best to stay good if we have been bad let us become good. If we have been good, let us try to become better and better best.
3: And a question. Hi Mons, uh, I have a question. How do you teach with authority?
1: As I said, we have an example here when Miss Jesus himself was teaching with authority, Martha, by pointing out kindly, gently, the wrong doing. He precisely called the name Martha twice, to call her attention, meaning, Martha, Martha, I'm going to tell you the truth. That's what he would always say, Amen, Amen, I tell you the truth. Tell the truth. Jesus has given us this example of telling the truth by repeating a name. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He is telling the truth because Saul... Was persecuting the Christians and identified with Jesus, or Jesus identified with them. Jesus said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Then he was telling the truth. How many times I have wanted to embrace your children as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you never allowed me. So to this authority is to tell the truth as gently as we can. Repeat. Don't, don't, or die, die. To call her attention, but that's as gently as you can. Then tell the truth. Then, by example, God' examples always attract without forcing an issue. remember, recognize and respect the freedom of each one. When Jesus said, "When I am lifted up, I shall draw." all to myself, not drag, not drive, not pull, not push, but draw to myself, respecting the freedom of everyone.
3: Not Thank you for a uh... A very enlightening and interesting and practical topic. Supposing the father has a different view on faith and teaches the child to focus on science rather than in faith, the mom is Catholic. What can you advise to the mom? If, again, if the man... Supposing the father has different view on faith and teaches the child to focus on science rather than faith the mom is a catholic what can you
1: advise to the mom as we have said you are two individuals you see the sheep and the goats the sheep are individuals as well as the goats, They may have individual differences, but I said at the end of the day, if they are disagreeing on an issue that impacts their lives, they should try to agree. Make minds common. Remember the sad case of a child asking his father advice and volleyballs him to the mother and say, go to your mother and mother will say another thing differently. That's a very sad case. Mother and father should try to make common their minds, especially if they are asked by their children to have common minds on vital issues.
3: Another question here, Mons. Hello Mons, what if a Catholic and non-Catholic want to marry each other? Is that possible
1: or allowed? In our church mixed marriages are possible and are being done. But there is a requirement. If you are married in the Catholic church, you Protestant must sign an agreement that your children has your children have to be Catholic. That is an agreement that they have to make. The Muslim, for example, may marry a Christian, a Catholic, yes, but he must promise that their children have to be Catholic or baptized in the Catholic Church. I never advise a mixed marriage. I always tell people courting each other from different religions to better settle the issue now before getting married. Because once married problems will arise when Papa goes to this church and Mama goes to that church and where do the children go?
3: If the truth from a son and daughter is that he or she is an LGBT, how do parents handle this issue? Please advise. Again? If the truth from a son and daughter is that he or she is an LGBT, how how do parents handle
1: this issue? As we have said, each one of us is born into this world and entrusted to a family, to a church, to a school, and to a government. You have to call on them or count on them for advice within the family, within the church, the school, and the government. Within the family, therefore, you may have a family counselor, be advised. But you may not be able to do it yourself, your parents. So, ask for advice from the church, even from the school, and from the government that's how we live we are individuals you know what an individual is defined or described a man is born like any other man or woman but like no other man or woman so we may be all men and women but we are individually different
3: no more question online question
1: Weed and weeds. and the relationship, teaching its other with authority, by example, making peace. There is a story I heard from a friend which I have edited and amended. There are three surprises for husband and wife in heaven. The first surprise is you, husband to see a wife of another man whom you did not expect to be there, and yet is there. Another surprise, a wife in heaven surprised that a husband of her friend should not be there, but is there. So either one is, should be there and not there, or one who should not be there and is there. And the greatest surprise for both man and woman married in church is why, how they are there together.
3: Reflection. Thank you for emphasizing the importance of coexistence and partnership. It is a gentle reminder to not be judgmental with others, but to be compassionate instead. Thank you, Mons.
1: Yeah. And, and, and is relationship. So, relatively speaking, we should try to coexist, make peace with one another. I am only emphasizing our relationship within the church, within the kingdom of heaven on earth.
3: Another question here. Kind of. as parents should gay children be told that the choice is wrong as far as the Bible is concerned and as far as God's eyes
1: yeah relationships not only between husband and wife, between parents and children, but also with their in-laws <laughs> but remember that Jesus has said that your worst enemies are within your household. That is because Jesus said, I must be prepared to your parents. He who does not love me more than your parents cannot be my disciple. So I must be the top priority, etc. But that does not mean you are against your parents just more. Love me more than you love them. Not you hate them and love me but love for both but with preference.
3: As parents, should we shield our little ones from the idea of LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual and trans and let them grow up as well Need to know that in the Bible there is only male and female
1: yeah. that is it the Bible created God created Adam and Eve not Adam and Steve God created only man and woman, male and female. How come there is a third gender? We ask nature. How by generating a man and a woman may give birth to a half man and a half woman like I am a half Filipino so here once more I say on Senor here, over and out and so we ask for the final blessing may Almighty God bless you the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit amen so welcome again to our next Bible study online Friday, God willing.
0: Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also. So our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast. For your ears only, I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all, and to God be the glory.
3: You've just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your hosts, Brother Guyan, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, love for you to subscribe rate and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast till next time